0: Welcome to the Talking Single Podcast, a podcast featuring four single and successful Black women living in London. Join us each week as we share our stories and experiences, the highs and lows of navigating life, love, and everything in between. Oh, we do all that with a good dose of humor and a whole lot of style. I'm Rebe, I'm the Cautious Romantic, and I'll be hosting this week's episode. Enjoy! Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Talking Single Podcast. I'm Rebi, the ever-cautious romantic. And with me, as usual, are my co-hosts Rashida, Crystal and Keisha. Hope you ladies are good. How was your week? Hello.
1: Hello. Busy. Mine was busy.
0: Mine was busy, good though. actually.
2: I thought I was, I'll tell you, I'll bore you with what I was doing. So um, I decided to do some DIY. So I've taken off the wallpaper in one of the bedrooms in my flat. I I have filled the holes, sanded it down, tipped the edges, then I'm painting today. I'd like to tell you it's the worst thing I've ever done, but
1: you're lying. You can't do all that. You're not capable.
2: <laughs> I will tell you pictures. I have done it honestly. I have to Why see your hands. Do
1: do- it? Why can't she do it? I, I, just, did. I t- she just cannot <laughs>
2: Honest. Wow. i'll send you videos i took off the wallpaper huh. I've i'm sanded so proud the of you rashida. you sanded it you yeah. even
1: sanded yeah do you know I what, I have what I'm... sanding is spell sanding yeah. Keisha. Keisha. sorry all right go ahead go ahead <laughs> yeah so i
2: did it so apart from the rashida matchmaking business i'm opening rashida home decorations so if you need to do any painting and decorating I will be starting from a thousand pounds and it'll last anything between three weeks to three months to finish the job. So there you go.
0: But can I just say that, that your matchmaking business is not a business. It's se- setting up one. Console. Oh, sorry.
2: Hang on. My mom's calling
0: me. No I need to, yeah. <laughs> She's so rude. <laughs> Crystal, how was your week? It was good. Thank you. <laughs> um. So if we, we should all remember this week marks a year of living with COVID. Um, and so while life is not yet back to normal, there is at least some light at the end of the tunnel. So from the 29th of March, those of us living in England will be able to meet outdoors. Yes. either in a group of six or in a group of any size from up to two households. I am just so excited about that. Um, I think I'll be more excited when we're so Are we we're meeting on home. Tuesday then? I have a garden. You can come. I, for one, I'm especially glad about this because COVID has somewhat messed up my online dating life. Actually, let me rephrase: it has actually properly fucked up my online dating life. I am so so normally I don't swear on this podcast. I'm normally more of an optimist about online dating, but today, let's just say I am somewhat fed up, and that is what I have called this podcast. The nonsense of online dating, aka, thank you COVID, now please kindly fuck off so I can get on with my online dating life. Ladies, you. can you feel me? Do you feel yep. me? Yep. Yep. And yep. I don't
2: think it's only online dating that COVID has really messed up, it's just everything else. Like, for me, as in wanting to travel, for instance, I know it's like first of all problems, but it's just been stuck in the same flat,
0: same same
2: postcode for one whole year. And you're just like, oh, God, let me out of here.
0: So we know that um, online dating, which is what we're going to talk about today, is challenging at best. We've spoken about it before. We will do so again in a minute. But I just feel like with COVID... It's as though being on lockdown has just made some people lose their goddamn minds. Guys have just started acting more crazy. And maybe it's not just guys, maybe women as well. But normally decent guys have been transformed into jerks, time wasters, and quite frankly, assholes. Again, I'm really sorry that I'm using these words. I'm just completely fed up. Um, not all guys of course there are exceptions and maybe it's just me but the nice ones just seem to be so few and far in between what do you think Rashida you're the other one that's doing dating online what do you think
2: well so I think I stopped online dating a while ago then I've gone back to it but as Crystal said I think she said to me yesterday I think maybe I'm the unserious one because I've gone back I'm talking to a number of guys and I was meant to have a telephone date with one of them I think two days ago but I was in B&Q buying paint so I forgot huh? uh, <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> you I
0: one of them you're what you're, the, no, you're no, part no, of no. the problem
2: no 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 so let me tell you what the, what my problem is was is as you said as in the it's become tedious just swiping, not swiping those yes, 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 no, 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 trying to connect and talk to people is such a, it's been such a pain recently. And I'm just like, well, should I stay with online dating or should I not? But the alternative is if I decide not to do online dating, then I'm not putting myself out there in any form or shape because there's no way to meet men or apart from speed dating.
0: Cool. Actually, can I just say, that's why I'm really excited about our, about our guest today. Woo. We are joined um, by Alex from Strike, and Strike is a spontaneous new way to meet matches that fit your personal profile, your personal preferences, without many of the stresses of online dating. So, hi, Alex, and welcome to the Talking Single podcast.
3: Hi, girls. Thank you so much for having me. Hello. Welcome.
0: we're so happy that you've joined us. Um, And we'll be chatting to Alex in a little bit more detail about Strike. Um, But before then, I wanted to circle back to my original annoyance with uh, lockdown shenanigans. So a few days ago, I was reading this article about the challenges of online dating. And there was a statement in particular that really struck me. It, It basically said that online dating has dehumanized individuals by reducing complex beings into swipeable avatars and it has succeeded in creating a flourishing breed of ground of people for whom direct conversation is not only unpalatable but it is unnecessary and I was like wow there was a lot of English in that statement but (laughs) I originally actually disagreed I was like how does online dating dehumanize people into swipeable avatars? but actually that's what we do. You swipe left, for no, right for yes and all, so on and so forth. so, so let me start with uh, let me start with Rashida. what do, do you feel like online dating dehumanizes people?
2: Yeah, I think so because and it not only dehumanizes people, it also eliminates a well, a big group of people that, do not choose their partners based on looks. So for someone like me, apart from one certain person that I loved, I will not mention his name, I will not choose a partner based on looks alone. I see you rolling your eyes, Ruby. I mean, fine. <laughs> <I'm- laughs> but is for someone like me I struggle to connect with people just based on looks so the, the, the and with online dating I find whether you swipe left or right or you match or send likes to people is mostly due to the pictures and for me I'm just like Ugh, don't know this guy looks weird looks weird looks that looks like looks, looks weird all the time and I find myself saying no to everyone but I'm like well I can't decide who to say yes to And I struggle with online dating for that reason, because Mm. it's kind of forcing me to choose based on looks. And as we all know, most of the guys in online dating, um, their profiles is shut off, gym, holiday or being silly. And it's just like, seriously,
4: there must be more to
0: that. Yeah. Crystal, what do you think? yeah
4: i totally agree and i i've said this before i think when you're swiping left and left um, and right and whatever you can miss out on people who in real life like you would you would talk to for maybe a month and then realize actually this person is really nice and i find this person attractive but when you're just basing it on looks you just swipe you're like no And I remember when I was online dating, when I was on Bumble, I always swiped on everyone that day. I always ended up having nobody left because I swiped on every single person (laughs) that Bumble allows. And I've only heard of one other person who's done that. They were like, oh, yeah, I've done that too. I'm like, "Okay, I know that I know one person. So, yeah, you can just get addicted to swiping left, right, left, right, left, right. And yeah.
0: Yeah. I think
2: Keisha has news.
0: Yeah, Keisha, go on. Tell us.
1: I downloaded Bumble today. Oh, my what?
0: God. <laughs> what? I just found And off. I was doing exactly
1: yeah. that. You know what? And let me tell you the reason why I'm doing it. Because, one, you don't have time to scroll down. Wait, hold on. Give us a minute.
2: We
0: just fainted, actually. So we're trying to come around. <laughs> <laughs> what? For those who do not know, and maybe it's the first time you're listening to the podcast, Keisha, please explain your background. Mrs. Stone cold <laughs> I am on romantic.
1: Miss Stone cold on romantic, um, and I've actually never been done online dating before. So, this was a a big step. Um, Have aliens landed? It, I think. I think you know what. I'm one of those. The sun's come out, and I figured exactly. You know when we can start meeting people outdoors. And I, I just really want to expand my horizons because I think it's dawning on me that even when the world opens, things won't be the same anymore. It's like you might not find people still willing to go to those restaurants and bars that we used to go to without thinking. So I think, I think it's going to take a long time for people to get used to going back outside again. And Alex, I'm very sure that's different in, I think you're in the States, right? Right, I'm um, Florida. Exactly. Florida's, oh, come on. Florida's open. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, it is. But people are still super cautious here. So um, I, I totally feel that I can't wait for things to open up again.
1: Yeah. Mm. For everyone
3: to just feel safe and enjoy life. And go out and, and, and I think that's again. the
1: key thing. I think it will take a while for people to feel safe. So I think that, I think, and bumble has this thing where you can actually also find bfs on the app meaning you can just find people to hang out with um i think i don't know if that's always been there or if it's a new feature but um yeah that's when i was just looking through all the different um online dating apps that's one of the reasons i picked bumble
0: okay so extensive
1: uh, research
0: extensive research of Searching. Okay. <laughs> we, we will learn more about this in a minute. So Alex, I'm, I'm keen to get your thoughts on this. Um, do you find that online dating dehumanizes people?
3: Well, this is coming from my personal point of view, but um, I absolutely have to agree that online dating dehumanizes people. Um, I've been on dating apps myself and I had such a hate love relationship to them. Um, I'm not going to name any, any app in particular, but I just noticed that I was swiping left, left, left. And then I was like swiping right on guys that on shallow bases, they might've been interesting. But whenever I would meet up in real life with them, I thought there's just no real chemistry. And I don't think that I would have swiped right on you in real life. And now I have wasted my time coming out here and I'm like obligated to stick with the date that I'm not enjoying. Yeah. Um, But I caught myself thinking, this is like catalog shopping just for humans in a way. And Mm. then starting to realize we're like expecting to find matches and partners similar to um, the way we order a pizza just via app. And we expect it to just happen within the next best moment and um, always are like paying attention to the next best option that we might come across. Mm. So I definitely have to agree with this being very, very dehumanizing.
0: Yeah, I mean, true, true, true words never said. I think um, the idea of the, the plethora of choice um, makes us, I think, almost even overtly picky because if oh, yeah. there's always somebody else and when you have too much choice, we know that the chances of making a choice is even like harder. But, but I did wonder whether dehumanizing was too strong a word, but in, in a way you can't disagree with the fact that when you spend all your time swiping, that's basically what we've become. Um, and when you think about it, when you get matched with someone on a dating app, you, we often, that, that's kind of a big deal because you've gone through so many swipes to get matched. So you like them and they like you. And you think, oh gosh, finally, we're gonna start something promising. But that's actually when my, my real beefing gets started. This is actually when I start to get very really annoyed because that's when all kinds of rubbish happen. Rubbish like the number one is the ghosting. So I was looking on uh, Plenty of Fish and they did a survey where 78% of singles say they've been ghosted at least once. That's such a high percentage. I am shocked, but I am not surprised. And we know ghosting, right? So that's when you're dating someone or talking to someone and all of a sudden they just stop contacting you, no sign at all that they are interested. And it's probably because they are, maybe they've met someone else and they're afraid to tell you. So they just can just don't talk to you again i find that really really disgusting um but ladies let me check in with you have you ever been ghosted um and do you want to share an experience where you were the ghostee or the ghoster um crystal let me start with you
4: yeah i've been ghosted many times <laughs> there was one there was one week where i was ghosted by two guys and I was like what the fuck like if I wasn't a confident person this would have really dented everything one of them I should have known um, we were gonna go on a date and then he just didn't contact me and then the other one as well we were gonna go on a date like we I had two dates and the, the other one didn't contact me at all and I was like well I wasn't that interested in the one that didn't the other one so I messaged the other one and I was like well, thank you for not standing me up on the hottest day of the year. At least you just didn't reply to my messages. And he was like, oh, I'm really sorry. Uh, I just don't think we want the same things. Shouldn't you have said that before? Why did you just keep quiet? And I just blocked him. I was like, what an arsehole. Yeah, and then there are many other stories, but that one week. But it didn't, because I knew knew the game. It didn't make me feel bad. I was just like this is it this is what online dating is it doesn't make me feel any um, worse off but the first time it happened to me a it was a big deal it was a big deal yeah. it was I think I think I even fell sick <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I had a swollen eye I had a sore throat oh. I blame it I blame it on the ghost <laughs>
0: So wherever that ghost is, may you choke on anything that you're eating right now. May you trip if you're walking somewhere. And if you're driving a car, don't die, but just crash that car. So, so. You know,
1: for for, uh, for an online dating novice though, can I just get the actual concept? Cause I've heard this ghosting thing. And I think my understanding of what it means is you've engaged in active conversation. Then you send them a message and they never ever respond is that what that is literally yeah
4: yeah or, or you could have gone on a date with them as well and they just
1: and just won't, won't show respond. up yeah
4: no maybe. no no no, not show up but they just you've gone on a date they, you said you like each other and then they just stop messaging you okay okay cool
2: maybe he, the person lost his phone or broke his fingers
4: they all replied and said oh i just don't think you're yeah i, I don't just think don't think, think you're the right person well so. don't take it
0: seriously i was <laughs> just being silly so but it's a good question it's a good question is there ever a good reason to ghost someone Keisha do you think there's I know you're new to it can you think of any reason why it would I
1: I, I'm a fan of open dialogue I mean I and I I don't think I I get emotionally upset if you tell me you know I'm not interested I'll just be like okay you know good meeting you was good conversation bye you know I don't understand why people can't be honest and for me I think it's a fundamental flaw in character because I think if you can ghost another human being, then you you are you are obviously you obviously have your own set of problems in the first place. <laughs> so I, I I think it's a mental condition because it probably means that they can't face up to maybe responsibilities or they don't know how to engage with other people. They're not socially intelligent. Um, that's what I, I because that's why I needed the clarification because. I can't think of any reason why you wouldn't just say I you know this isn't working out or let's end because we're strangers in life really I mean you're Mm -hmm. not my best friend Mm -hmm. I don't know you you know so if you tell me to take a hike I'll happily take a hike I I don't see I think it's social intelligence or something's missing you know for you to do that. Alex what do you think do
0: you think there's ever a reason it could conceivably be a reason
3: I feel very, um, what's it called? I'm missing the word, ambiguous towards this topic because I think a lot of people are very shy of conflict nowadays and um, just hide behind the internet. And that is not necessarily the intention of hurting someone, but it could also just be because people don't want to hurt someone's feelings or, um, I don't know, whatever for whatever reason. Maybe someone is overwhelmed with their life situation at the moment and doesn't really have the time to... um, sort of end things in an appropriate way. But uh, if this really isn't the case, I feel like there is absolutely no reason to be um, open and like find a dialogue and just give people more of a heads mm. up as for why things maybe are ending.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good point. I I, I think ghosting is kind of the, one of the lowest of the lows, but you just don't know what the other person is going through um, in some cases. Uh, but speaking of the lowest of the lows um, there's ghosting and then there are other variations of ghosting like fading um, so ghosting is when the contact just ends abruptly they just don't talk to you anymore um, then there's fading which is when they start to slow down their conversation with you maybe you used to talk every other every other hour and then all of a sudden the responses start to diminish to they step instead of responding to immediately, it takes them maybe an hour, then it's half a day, then it's two days. So they gradually draw Eight. out that. <laughs> yeah, they, they take it, you know. And, and that one, I really don't get. Like, you know, I don't get why you would fade somebody. Why, what could possibly be, be behind that kind of behavior? Rashida, what, what do you think?
2: So two things, I mean, the anonymity the internet provides gives people an easy way out so as I think Alex mentioned you might but you might the person might not particularly care for or like conflict so the internet anonymity just gives you that justification rightly or wrongly that well this person is just somebody behind a screen hundreds of miles away I'm not doing anything wrong and you just move on Mm. and You just, in your mind, you haven't done anything wrong. You don't, you don't see it as a bad thing. You're just like, yeah, it's what it is. Bye. Mm. Well, with fading, I'm not, it's not a good thing, but sometimes have you thought that people fade unconsciously, i.e. you meet someone and your attention and the person draws your attention and for whatever reason, somebody else is taking all your attention and unconsciously, you just find yourself giving the initial person less and less That's attention. Mm-hmm. And, and I say this because, I guess, a couple of, a while ago, I was talking to someone, yeah, a while ago, and he had all my attention, but all of a sudden, I just meet this other new person that, just hmm. scrambled my brain hmm. and the first person that I used to talk to oh, every time I'll just be like oh yeah I'll call you back later and I just hang up I'm like I'm gonna talk to this, this shiny shinda. person no it was no listen let me finish
0: <laughs> okay finish finish
2: so I realized so the first person that I was given all my free time to I realized unconsciously I was I directed all that time to this new person And the first person became like a thorn in my side, calling like every second, where are you, Rashida? I miss you. I love you. I'm like, someone shoot me, please. And eventually I was forced into a corner to have the conversation and say, actually, I feel like you're crowding me. I need you to call me less. But that I had to do. But it was, I mean, that guy, I guess when he's telling the story, he'd be like Rashida faded. But at the time... From my side, I didn't see us fading. I was just distracted by a shiny brown man. What was it? What is it? Was it an Idris, elba Elba lookalike? Yeah, well, he had Idris's color, and it was like oh, Idris. This
0: is my fault. I brought up Idris. You brought him. You brought him
2: up, and we've I... already said we're not talking about Idris anymore. Okay, sorry. When I bring sorry. him up, you guys just.
0: Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, you moving on swiftly. So we have. A I'm not, live not talking here. about
2: Idris, actually. Sorry, I'm not done talking about Idris. We uh, we'll come. That. We'll
0: come back. I have a specific question about him later. I promise oh, you. Oh yay! We'll come, we'll come back. We'll come back. Okay, thank so, you. So based on what Rashida just said, which I'm, I'm sorry, I think that is fading. Um,
2: it, it what, is what fading, you? but I guess what I was trying to say is sometimes I'm not, I'm not justifying the bad behavior, but sometimes mm-hmm. people fade for reasons beyond their control, and they don't even realize they're fading with the
0: individual person. Mm, mm, So I am a
2: kind person. I'm a nice person. I don't fade
0: or ghost. Except for when you did it before. Okay, I understand. So imagine now if um, the person that you, that ghosted or faded, you decided to make a reappearance. That's what they call haunting. But instead of like reaching out to you directly and saying oh I made a mistake or whatever they they follow you on social media or they like um, they like something that you posted on Instagram or whatever they just kind of start to remerge back in your life how would you react to that uh, let's see crystal how would you react to somebody who had ghosted you and it happens. they just
4: they started to haunt me, it happened yeah. to me, but it, it wasn't someone I'd met online. It was a guy yeah. I was seeing casually. And then I messaged him and he didn't reply me for months. And then I noticed that on my WhatsApp, he would always be checking my stories. So I blocked him, yeah. <laughs> like you don't, you don't deserve to know what I'm doing. Fuck off, yeah. so I blocked him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Kisha, what would you do?
1: I, I, Fading doesn't bother me. So I think I w- I wouldn't think haunting anything of it. It's haunting. It's not fading. Is it haunting? Haunting, yeah. haunting is when <laughs> someone that ghosted you just
0: starts following you on social media. I don't really have social media to be followed, so assuming you did, it's a scenario. What would you do? W- what would I do? I I mean, if you make them happy, I'm happy
1: to provide entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Well, isn't that dangerous though? How? Because for, well, as Crystal said,
2: sorry, Ruby, I've jumped the gun. Mm-hmm. As Crystal said is, for me, if someone ghosts me, I've just blocked them. But the pr- that challenge is, if you don't block them, if they have access to you, in your life, one moment of weakness could mean, oh, yeah, oh, Crystal, you look so beautiful. And you're like, <laughs> I like him before. <laughs> and you reopen that connection again. You'll be angry at yourself if he goes to you a second time. You'd want to strangle the person. So to preempt that, you just block and delete and report the account and get all your- <laughs>
0: Okay, let's let's leave Keisha because she's green and new and all of this. Um, sweatsh- I think
1: maybe I'm a bit new to this. I, I've not seen the worst in human nature Okay, yet. no problem. So let's go into... <laughs> Find to... out soon enough.
2: <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, real... That's true. We can do it in real life too as well, though. Not just online dating.
0: I just feel like in online, it's just exasperated a lot more because... Online, you find that you're talking to multiple people. And I feel like there's a scale of behavior that people seem to have. Keisha, go on. Say, say what what you would you say.
1: do if you were haunted, um, Ruby?
0: If I was haunted? Um, so I, I kind of will directly say to the person, can I help you? Um, what are you? Why are you liking me or why are you following me? You know, I will kind of prompt her. And if they don't respond, then I will block them and remove them. I'm not, I'm not interested in games. If you want to talk to Alex, how about you?
2: you. Sorry? Yeah, Alex, how about you? i was going to ask Alex, actually.
3: (laughs) Well, I fully have to agree with Rashida, because if this would happen to me a second time, I would just be so mad at myself. I couldn't even handle the situation. (laughs) (laughs) I think that is such a real threat in that situation that my ego just could not handle that. So um, yeah, definitely. Definitely either avoid the person, block the person, or as Keisha said, just let them have their fun, but don't really open up for any conversation or dialogue.
0: Cool. So let's talk about this other situation, which happens a lot, um, not, not just online, let's be fair, but it, it does happen a lot, breadcrumbing or benching. So this is when you, you have, maybe you're talking to someone, you're connected to someone, but you've you're not really dating them. But what you do is you send sporadic messages as a way of keeping them in your circumference. You just keep them waiting on hold. Um, And when they're ready to leave, you throw them another one. So you just give them enough information. You connect with them just enough to keep them engaged but you don't commit to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these are people that keep you on the bench. They feed you breadcrumbs of attention while they have other options. This happens a lot, I think, on online dating where people are talking to multiple people um, and depending on how the conversation is going, they they feed you information. Um, does, does anyone have an experience of being benched or benching someone else? Alex, I'm going to start with you on this one.
3: Um, I have to admit, I probably have benched someone else before Mm. um not because i had any bad intentions but because i was Mm. so overwhelmed with all of the masses of matches i had in the end because when you start online dating you just you just start swiping left and right and you don't really think too much about it but then have maybe one or two day pass you actually start to realize that these people are replying at some point and you start getting matches and if at some point you have a number of about 50 or more, I think it's really difficult to um, keep track of all the matches. But Mm. somehow you feel obligated to keep track of them, to keep texting them. Um, Not necessarily with a bad intention, but I just think it's so typical with all of the masses that we have to deal with, that we're somehow trying to keep up with everything. We're trying to meet a lot of people um, Mm -hmm. just so we keep our pool of options bigger and broader. But yeah, it's definitely one of these typical behaviors that our daily dating industry has, or our 21st dating industry has um, brought upon us and that we should be Mm. more aware of um, and have more of like our daily reminders, how to treat people online to sharpen everybody's, um, everybody's basic human behavior a little, I'd say, Mm. uh, and just dump all that, all that negative
0: behavior. Mm -hmm. crystal what about you any experience of benching or being benched and while you're at it what are the signs that someone is benching you um to
4: be honest I can't remember I'm sure I've benched people and people have benched me Mm. but what I was going to say was that you need to not focus on one person you need to be Mm. talking to um different people and I when I first started online dating I made that mistake of thinking oh, it went once I find one person I'm just going to be focused on it you can't do that you need to be talking to a lot of people and it's whoever grabs your attention the most you're Mm. going to be chatting to so some people won't will be breadcrumbs because they won't get that much um attention Mm. from you and I I don't necessarily think that you can do anything about it but Mm. you can just also put your attention on someone who isn't breadcrumbing you
0: yeah, ha- have a have a range of options. Don't focus your attention exactly. on one until you are like really ready to commit, and you've met the person, and you're sure. That's when you will say okay, and then you have that conversation, something like that. So, yes, so hundred um,
4: percent sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Alex, give us some pearls of wisdom before we talk about strike. Um, we've talked about all of these experiences, ghosting, fading, benching, haunting. You know, what what can we do? Or what, what what would you say is like one or two tips to kind of avoid falling into, into those traps of being ghosted or, or stuff like that?
3: Well, I think it's difficult to prevent other people from treating you a certain way, but um, I do think we should not text over days and weeks and months before we get to things. I think we should really try to jump into meeting people, even if it's virtually or um, talking on the phone and maybe tying things down so that you can meet in real life. Um, Always keep an open dialogue, like ask questions and not just be talking about yourself the entire time. And um, also just keep in mind that if you want to be treated a certain way you have to treat others this way mm-hmm. um, I think nice. these are just maybe things that we should keep in mind as a um, general general tip or general advice um, but if somebody ghosts you or benches you haunts you um, just be sort of aware that this behavior reflects on other people and not on you they're the problem you're not the problem and really just move on with it it's just nice. the way society is nowadays we really have to move on we have to live with all these negative side effects and um, deal with it in a mentally healthy way
0: so so really great pearls of wisdom from Alex there especially like um, when you were talking about when people behave in a particular way it's more about them than it is about you and you know mental keeping your mental well-being at the top of your mind so so ladies uh, Keisha Rashida crystal any other tips to share about any of the other those experiences um, Maybe Keisha, you wanna share something?
1: Oh, why? Thank you for asking. I'm so surprised you asked me that question. Oh, how wonderful. Well, I wanted to talk a bit more about breadcrumbing and I don't get it. Like, what's the problem? It's like, it's your choice whether you respond to me or not, you know? If you choose to respond to me in a staccato way, what what's the problem? Isn't it me that determines whether I engage or not engage? Why is this even a thing? I I I I don't I don't get it. What am I missing? Unless I don't understand it.
0: So what you're saying is people shouldn't be fussed if they're breadcrumbed. They should just choose not to respond. Exactly. Yes. Okay.
2: Fair enough. So I think I feel like breadcrumbing is somewhat manipulative because just you know, even if you stop talking to the person. You have no intentions of taking that relationship anywhere, but you're just keeping the person or you're giving the person a lead or a leash just long enough to keep them interested when it's better to just cut them loose and
1: let them go. But why are you assuming yeah. that they even want a relationship with you? Maybe they just want to keep You in don't.
2: Touch- that's the thing. They don't want the relationship, but yeah, they're just so- keeping you on a leash just to keep it that little level of attention and that i i think that in my opinion is what is wrong with breadcrumbing you have no intention as in they have no intentions of dating you or wanting to be with you they know that
0: i mean what is interesting is sometimes breadcrumbing i think it comes in so many ways so i get where you're coming from rashida because sometimes you know you're 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 being benched or so you're you're kind of like a backup plan to somebody And how they keep you hooked is they keep just sending you messages like, oh, how are you doing? Just enough to keep you engaged and hopeful because they know you like them and they they like you to some extent, but they have an option one and you're an option two. And so the manipulative part is they're keeping you hopeful, not saying that you're an option two, but just keeping you, you know, just enough interested so that you don't block them or you don't let them go I think that is what is manipulative if they've already got someone they should focus on that person and let the other person go they shouldn't be breadcrumbing but I think you can't stop it if somebody wants to breadcrumb you and I think this is your point Keisha that is you we just need to be kind of mindful of how we deal with people and how we respond with people and don't put all our eggs in one basket unless we are absolutely sure I think that's kind of where, where yeah, you're going that's, that's
4: fair enough yeah crystal what do you think um well i was my last thoughts mm. are if you're gonna go do online dating you have to you definitely have to have self-love because i remember when i was online dating initially i was a broken person and the process broke me because mm. i was not wholly myself i was not self-confident i did not have the self-love that I have now. So each guy I met was just breaking me and it hurt so much and it shouldn't have. It should have been just a really great, um, Uh experience. So that's one thing I wanted to say. And then, yeah, as Alex said, you need to remember that yes, we are on a, on an app, on a screen, but these are actual people. They're not, um, they're not avatars um, avatars yes that's the word thank you they're actual human beings with feelings so treat people the way you want to be treated be kind that's all if if you don't like someone tell them don't do all these horrible things be real and yes practice self-love while online dating that's it (laughs)
0: awesome awesome And, and that's really why i like the idea of strike So Alex, can you tell
3: us a little bit more about Strike? What exactly it is? Sure. So basically Strike is a patent pending technology that connects matches with each other the moment they cross each other's path. So this way we are bringing back more of an old school approach to dating and meeting interesting people um, backed by a technological aid. So I'm sure you girls, I'm sure you all know how I met your mother, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whenever we talk about this in a team, what we like to do is compare this with the moment where Barney and Ted are sort of at the bar, and Barney spins and walks up to some girl and says, "Have you met Ted?" and act more like a like a wingman and an icebreaker. Mm. Mm. So basically, all we do is we take the wingman and icebreaker, pack it into a little technological device, which is sort of the size of a keychain. Um, and then have users use it as their wingman for real life. So all they do is set up their profile, walk through life and automatically get connected with matches um, so they can meet in real time and have a real life impression of their match. There's no texting, there's no swiping, um, there's no going out of your way to uncomfortable blind dates. Um, It really all happens in the moment. And what we're trying to create is a real personal approach to connecting people because social media defi- social media and dating apps, actually, they definitely um, have opened our world to more possibilities. And I think the approach was really interesting, but a lot of people are missing all of the social interactions, especially with the pandemic. Um, a lot of people are realizing that we're social beings. We need to be around people. Um, virtual hookups or meetings, they're just not enough. Um, so we really want to give back that spark to life um, and that excitement that people have whenever they walk through a bar or a restaurant and they feel like somebody interesting could be here. I could be meeting someone.
0: That sounds so, so cool. So, so how it would work is you would have this piece of technology, you would have your profile and you'd be going about your day. And then maybe you would meet someone who's also signed up on strike and it would kind of act like an intro for the two of you. Is that how it works? Exactly, so
3: um, all we ask of our, of our users is to download the app set up their profile um, with specific details like their age, their height, um, their languages they speak, different hobbies and interests, life goals, Um, connect their app to their scout, carry their scout with them during their daily activities. And as soon as the scout has found a strike user that matches that user's search criteria, it will give the user a notification and a picture as an identification aid so they can find each other. But what's really interesting about this is that users that find each other, they're really within such close proximity. So we're really talking about a bar or a park or any other situation, a gym, maybe um, anywhere where people can actually find each other. I've heard of a lot of other apps that are trying to use the same approach, but they just honestly don't work because you could be matching with, with a match who's in another building just because it's a totally different system. Mm. Um, So what we've created is a patent pending system that, um, is just so unique and one of its kind. It's just I'm I'm really excited to be part of this and to be talking about this, if you can tell.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It sounds really, really cool. And um I know that you have like two types of strike. There's like a light and there's a plus. What's the difference between the two?
3: Okay, so we were originally creating Strike just with the wearable and the app. Um but as we were planning on launching last year in March, COVID hit. Mm. So we had to sort of restructure ourselves and we thought it would be so cool to make this more accessible to everyone and not, ev- not have everybody commit to purchasing one of these wearables. So what we created is um, Strike Light, which um, it's sort of the same technology, um, just a little upgrade. But what we do is we equip special locations like restaurants, bars, clubs, or gyms. Um, We equip these locations with our technology, and that way users can visit this location and our technology at that location will connect them. So they do not have to commit to buying anything. Um, This is really more of an easy way to access the app or find different matches at the location you're at, create more of exciting single events for the businesses. Um, and also support the businesses, drive in more of their um, of their local customers as soon as COVID ends. Mm. Um, so we've been working on equipping a lot of businesses in Florida. Um, and then we're going to be broadening our Strike Light experience, also, of course, to um, the rest of the states and um, hopefully Europe one day. So yeah, the main difference is really between Strike Light is that users don't need wearable and Strike Plus just gives them the option to upgrade and meet matches wherever they go with the wearable.
0: Sounds cool. And so for those of us in the UK, we would be able to access Strike Plus, I'm guessing.
3: Uh, You would be able to access Strike Plus, um, but we're definitely planning on having the UK to be one of our first um, markets within Europe um, as soon as we can start there. Brexit has, of course, um, made things a little more complicated, um, yeah. but we're getting really positive feedback from users from the UK, um, and that's definitely one of the next markets we want to dive into. Okay. Um, but yeah, Strike is available um, on the App Store, and anybody who wants to try it can easily purchase Strike, um, the Strike wearable and then keep an eye out for Strike Light events, um, which are also published within our
0: event map. OK, that, that sounds amazing. And for those of our listeners, we will be sharing a discount code that Strike have kind of given us to to kind of um, help you make that purchase.
4: Yeah, I have a question, Alex. So say, for example, I'm in the gym and I'm running and I'm all sweaty and disgusting <laughs> and I match with someone and they look really nice, but I don't want to meet them yet. What can I do?
3: Well, um, we have integrated a few different features to um, support users that don't feel comfortable meeting right now. So um, we have three different features, actually. So to start with one, we have excluded areas. So you can actually predefine areas in which you don't want to match with someone. So if that's your workplace or your home, our scout will recognize when you're there, and it will automatically shut off so that there's no risk of meeting someone in any uncomfortable situation. Okay. Um, we have integrated another feature that allows users to pause strike manually um, for either a set time frame of 30 minutes, 60 minutes, or just turn it off completely. And then another way users can sort of like create more of a perfect matching surrounding and not uh, be um, all, oh my god, I'm not feeling well or anything, um, is to actually just decline a match. Um, we have the option for um, matches to say, yes, I'm interested in meeting someone right now, or just decline by saying, sorry, busy right now,
0: I'll match later. So, this sounds really cool, Alex. I'm very excited to try this out, and it's great to have an alternative to the dramas of online dating that we've been talking about. Um, and we look forward to kind of exploring this more um, going forward. And thank you so much for joining us to tell us all about STRIKE and enjoying uh, our conversation today. So thank
3: we, you so much for having me. It was really fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it was, it, was, it was a pleasure. And actually we've done really good on time. We actually beat the buzzer today. So we're gonna go straight to, dare I say it, rapid fire. And this time we are really gonna try and be rapid. Why do we have to be rapid when we beat the buzzer? Because it's (laughs) rapid fire. (laughs) No, don't do a Rashida now, please.
2: (laughs) I know, like don't don't bring me into this. (laughs) If you notice, I'm I have been quiet in this section. You have because every time uh-oh. you guys keep pointing and now she's not me. quiet anymore <laughs> you guys keep pointing fingers at me that oh rashida's the one that makes rapid fire Uh-oh. not rapid she makes a slow burn la 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 look look who, who anyway i'm done now i'm
0: gonna read out a scenario right and then you have two options to answer that scenario right and i'm gonna read out the sign i'm gonna read out option scenario. b I'm going to read out the scenario and then I'm going to give you two options. Option and you have to pick one or two of those options. These girls are just being silly right now. Okay, anyway. two. I choose okay. two. So here is the scenario. Can I have number four? Here's the scenario. Okay. You've matched with a really nice guy online.
1: Because he looks listening, like injuries.
0: listening. He looks like whatever you want him to look like. Okay. Mm-hmm. He is exactly your spec. So Crystal, he's beard gang... Keisha, he's like, got broad shoulders. Like a Volvo. Rashida, <laughs> he's like Idris Elba's younger brother. But, you know, younger, younger brother. So exactly your spec. And then when you, you chat to him, Alex, I don't know what your spec is, but imagine your ideal <laughs> guy. That's that's who this guy is, right? Um okay. And then when you chat to him, there is mutual attraction and there is chemistry. He's pretty cool. So you really like him and you continue talking two weeks of chats, phone calls, video calls, you're actually even planning to to meet up and have a coffee. Then all of a sudden, he just ghosts you. No warning, no explanation. He just goes completely quiet, okay? A week later, he reappears wanting to connect again. He says he's very sorry, but he needed some time to be sure of what he wanted and he's now 100% ready to meet up. Okay, you've got the story, right? Here are your options. And I'm going to start with Crystal. Would you block him once a ghost, always a ghost? Or two, give him a second chance. It's not every day you meet Mr. Right.
4: Um, a, because if he was Mr. Wright, he wouldn't have done that. Okay, Keisha?
1: A, A, A block
2: him okay Rashida so I'm going to contradict myself from what I said initially like well if he's a ghost and you block him I mean if he's Idris i I'd have been known to my sense to take leave of my senses when it's somebody I like I'm more likely as in one part of me will be like yeah yeah, yeah I'll block him but the reality is if I look within myself as Rashida and stuff. I'm more likely to say, actually, he's cute, he's funny, he's all of those things. Let's see how he goes. But if he goes the second time, I know I'll be so mad at myself.
0: I so you, you for give my him manage. a second chance. So you give yeah, him probably.
2: W- I'd like to say no, I'll block him. But I think I'm more likely to give him a second chance because okay. I'm nice Alex, like that.
0: What about you? What
3: would
2: you do?
3: Well, I'm gonna expose myself as the naive one of the group, but I would definitely give him the benefit of the doubt and. Um, be more appreciative for him being honest and saying he wants he wanted to like clear his mind about what he wants and set things straight I think as long as people are really honest it's um I think it's beneficial for both parties and um yeah I mean it would be really uncomfortable if it happened the second time but I think for that situation for that time being I'd probably give him the benefit of the doubt.
0: Yeah I think I'm with you I would probably give him a second chance um and yeah be prepared for whatever happens after that okay so thank you ladies with that we are out of time thank you so much for listening to us um talk alex from strike is such a pleasure to have you join us um can you again um tell people how they can find you they will have to download the app on google on um, right. Our app is available
3: on Google Play Store and on the Apple App Store. Um, so either just try looking for Strike Dating or Strike Real Life Dating. Um, there, of course, are a n- number of different apps out there also called Strike. But um, yeah, if you don't find us on the App Store, just um, Google strike.dating and you will be
0: linked there. Fantastic. So thank you, everyone. Until next time, do take care. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Talking Single Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We'd love to hear from you. So please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter with the handle at Talking Single Podcast. You can also send us comments or questions with the hashtag at Talking Single Podcast. We are downloadable on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a great review, and of course, share with your family and friends. Take care and see you next week. Same time, same place.